So we have that whole Batman and Darth Vader thing going. Oh, shoot. Yeah, we lost the whole good stuff. I'm the man. What's everybody up to? You're listening to the only podcast in the world. Um, This is day 700, 432. You can use the same jokes as we used in the recording that didn't work. Yeah. I won't tell. I'm the Batman. (laughs) I'm Darth Vader. No, wait. That was more Batman than Darth Vader. (laughs) Um, So... What's happening right now is that you are sitting with headphones in, mm. and you're listening to, you guessed it, the only podcast in the world, home of the original spoofers and goofers, Dean Castlevania. And Nick Vargas. And that's it for this show. By the way, we said each other's names in case you're trying to follow whose voices. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right, should do that. Um, a lot of big news since last week. Um... Mostly, Fletcher won't be joining us this week because I didn't pull up Word document, right? which seems to be the haunted area of my computer. First challenge for next week is send in your best Fletcher impression. Oh, yee. That's a good idea. <laughs> uh, I'm going to just open an, uh, our can of water because... Are you going to open another? No, I'm going to open... Yes, another. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, season one tradition... Is that we raise our cups in this time-honored tradition. This one's for you, the fans. Ceiling fans. <laughs> pretty much any overhead fans. We the, we salute you with mm. this fine sip of water. You know, and space heaters. Mm-hmm. With their uh, heat setting turned off. Well, I was going to kind of save that one for uh, next week. I was pretty much just going by uh, Home Depot aisles. Got it. So... Um, yeah, so for those of you that don't know, the only podcast in the world is sponsored by Squarespace, the only website that helps you build a website. Really, Squarespace? <laughs> no, I just hear the. Thing. I have a personal like vendetta against oh, okay. Squarespace, even though they're a great company. Uh, it's just that they're run by a guy named Anthony Castellina, oh. and he shares the same last name as me, and there's no relation, but he continually has the top spot. When you search Castellina, I understand. And I'm like that. way down on the page, maybe well, even page two. I might have said square, but I meant circle space. Circle space. Um, it's no, way. No, those guys better. are great. No search term conflicts whatsoever. Uh, per usual, we uh, have no sponsor. Mm. If you're interested in sponsoring our podcast, we are reaching a lot of very influential people that usually tweet about the podcast. So I would love yeah. if you would just shoot us an email at the only podcast in the world at gmail.com and uh, hit us up with some Boku bucks, maybe Bitcoin, Dogecoin, yeah. uh, Bacon Strip coin. I mean, we, we have our email hosted with Google, so yeah, you know, it's I don't know, like kind of prestigious. You might have even heard of Google. <laughs> fine, fine, young listeners. Uh, yeah, so hit us up, give us some money. We'll start recording this in a little bit. Less lackluster fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to see quality, if you're not happy with the quality coming out of this podcast, you've only yourselves to blame. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I genuinely believe that because they're listening to the podcast still. So, like, <laughs> they're... Um, yeah. Stop the reinforcement of what we're doing. <laughs> Stop following me on Twitter. That will really teach me a lesson. Yeah. Thank you for all the people that have taught me a lesson over the last couple of years. <laughs> Um, 
I think mostly this episode is going to be questions, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, uh, so for any of you that are following, last last week kicked off the first episode of season one with a very long intermission in which we lost a host. Uh, he got on that Mars flight program, yeah. so who cares, right? I mean, he made it. Yeah, he so. made it. He made it. He's in Hollywood putting his fingerprints in the sand or whatever it is. Putting his fingers in the sand on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny to us. The red sand. The red sand of Mars. Um, so, I don't know. Dean, why don't you just mm. get us started right off with a I'm cue. I'm going to dive right into these questions. Okay. It, and remember to preserve anonymity for any of the people that might not want their names read. And uh, I feel like you're thinking of a particular... I have one. I think I might be the only one that has it, though, so don't, don't you worry. Okay, so I'm just going to read the names. Don't you worry. On I almost list. said the name. Like, <laughs> don't you worry, Dave. <laughs> we'll call him Dave. safe with me. We'll just say Dave asked all of these questions. All right. Some of these people want their names well, mentioned. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, but this one's from Dave, right? Yeah, from <laughs> from Dave, also known as Kate Callen. Hmm. Um do you raise your clout score if you like your own posts? This was actually a question that I was hoping to get to last week, but we ran out of time uh, because I have an answer for it. Uh, it depends on your own influence. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I mean, if you have a low clout score and you like your posts, uh, like that doesn't look good, yeah. you know. But <laughs> if you carry a lot of clout. Then a like from yourself is going to um, help you up. So really, it's just going to push you further in the direction you're already in. Actually, that does kind of make sense, Kate. It's kind of like picture this: um, does ha- sitting with certain people at the lunch table, does having eight people at the lunch table near you increase your middle school popularity? Well, right. it depends. Right. Was that the band camp, or mm. was that the jocks that smoked weed? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> this does not constitute real legal advice. Jim's going to do Squarespace.com. <laughs> Circle space. Circle space. Um, Daniel Goodwin asks, is sushi popular in South Africa? Nick, this one's for you. Yeah, you know, the thing is, it is, but it's a fully different type of sushi. The fish are all different there. Even the rice really are different. So It's blue, really. It's, yeah, it's... Popular is also different there. Um, <laughs> so really... <laughs> South Africa actually moved to the north of Africa recently. It's funny that you asked... It's nothing what you think. Daniel, it's funny that you asked me this question. Uh, actually, I feel like, I feel like Dean, you might be more qualified to answer this question. Yeah, it is popular, and they put mayonnaise on it. That's not even a joke. Oh, they just the put hell? mayonnaise on their sushi every time I go back. I'm like, can I have it without the mayonnaise, please? Is that real? That's for real. Like... Are you, you can, sure? You can ask any. Are you confusing? Person from is a South African sushi roll a hot dog? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's beef and uh, two slices of bread on either side and mayonnaise. <laughs> and no, no, no. It it's otherwise, for all intents and purposes, sushi. They also have something which they call a fashion sandwich, which you see on every uh, sushi menu, and that's kind of it's kind of like a little mini sushi sandwich with like two slices of you know pressed rice or whatever and it's cut in like sandwich wedges it's the weirdest thing that is bizarre yeah Um, all true you can look this up you also saw a uh ramen 
burger. Oh, yeah. Day, right? Yeah. Uh, L&L's. Is that what it's called? The Hawaiian place? Oh, L.L. Bean? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Jim Beam. <laughs> Jim Beam. Um, yeah, a ramen burger, instead of bread surrounding a beef patty, there was, uh, it was ramen. Was there cheese? I assume so. Would that be good? Do you think that would be good at all? Um, no. No. No, it doesn't sound good at all. L&L. <laughs> it's like, well, good. Let's slow it down yeah. because of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> An even better decision. Benjamin Brewer asks... Benjamin Button. Each time I say one of these names, I'm looking at your face to see if that was the person who didn't want to be named. No, none of these people. I got it. I got your wires crossed. Yeah. Got it. Speak to me. Uh, Benjamin Brewer asked, if you marry a girl with multiple personality disorder, is it polygamy? No. No. Depends how many. Two, it's only bigamy. Well, let me ask you this, Benjamin. (laughs) You could have been a little bit more interesting if you'd asked if you marry a Siamese twin. Mm. And I think the answer is still no. Wasn't there an MTV show about that? The girls whose heads were joined and they actually... Oh, no. The girl with two heads. You were expecting me to this. Come on, Nick. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah she had no, so many heads. She, uh, she went to college or something and it was she was on a reality show. It's the girl with two heads. And then like one of them was dating someone. You said she, she went to college. <laughs> She's... Isn't it, like, do you say she or do you say they? I don't know, man. I don't think the rules have ever been written about two-headed people. It's gotta be two people, right? Like, if they're not sharing thoughts, it's two people. Share body, though. They went to college. What do you think they they feel? Mm. Man, oh man. How does that work? I have no idea. Okay, Dean. Let's just say, for one minute, uh you're a completely single, unmarried guy. And, like, the hottest Siamese twins in the world. And they're attached at some non-invasive uh-huh. spot, like the hands. Mm. And they're both in love with you. Mm. And they've discussed it, or they've thought it, however Siamese right, twins. Right. No, then it definitely counts as one person. But what if one likes you? The other doesn't. Yeah, but you're more attracted to the other one. <laughs> <laughs> the question just got a lot more complicated. <laughs> Where is that reality TV show? Real Housewives of Siamese. But her parents don't want you as part of the family at all because they grew up in a different side of the tracks than you did. That, what do you do in this situation? I don't. Yeah, fans. Where are the questions like that? Yeah, that's a little example. Even trying the quality we're looking for. We are literally the only podcast left, and you're just. This is the question you ask us about hot dogs. Yeah. Oh, wait. It was actually sushi. Um, Do, you know, do polygamous people like hot dogs? What kind of a question is that? (laughs) Of course they do. Everyone likes hot dogs. I have a hot dog toaster. Anyway. Well, Tom Montgomery wanted to piggyback off Benjamin's question. If you marry a girl with multiple multiple personality disorder... And you kiss one of her other personalities. Are you cheating on her? Still no. It's a funny <laughs> idea, but this is like a hmm. this is like the MySpace of questions, and we really need to make. Let's put it this way: way one of her Google personalities Plus. will claim you're cheating on her. Oh yeah. Well, but that... you're fu- but you're not though. You're 
You're in the clear, legally speaking. A, a nice uh, analog for that is uh, people that listen to this podcast and they say, like, this episode wasn't great. Mm. It's like, you signed up for this. You're in it for life. You don't put us on blast. You hear me? You hear me? Um, okay, I'm going to say it right now say out loud. Just because out loud. from now on, this is like, now on. I know I did that. I have an accent. All right. Um, the whole premise of this is that we are the last. I'm going to make the only yeah. podcast in the world an actual joke where uh-huh. it's post-apocalyptic, like, Every other podcast got wiped out in the That'll invasion of whatever. The and graphics like a on radio. our website when we it's going to be a, a dove and crossbones, <laughs> um, and we're like a pirate station, and we're answering these important questions, and we have to take it very seriously from now on. We're going to role play that we're doing that now right on. now. Do we have to put on pirate accents? Arr, no, we don't, but we can. <laughs> George Loftus asks, right if. Like, if you got your paycheck in nickels, would you Scrooge McDuck in your bathtub? If you got your paycheck in nickels, yeah. would you Scrooge McDuck in your bathtub? Yeah. No. <laughs> Next. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, think about actually, how disgusting yeah. those nickels mm. would be. What about clean nickels? I mean, new nickels. I mean, like, straight from the mint? Straight, freshly minted, but they've cooled down nickels from the mint. And they put them in your bathtub? If you have a bath. That's where they... Do they deposit them or do you have to carry them there and no, then pick them all they, up? they deliver them in, you know, sanitary buckets carried by men in suits. But do they pour them in the bath... I, oh, they let you get in the bathtub first and then they pour them all over you if you so want. From a oh, height, okay, okay. that does not injure you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, George, picture this. <laughs> You've had a long two weeks work. You earn this paycheck... <laughs> You go, you take your socks off on the way to the bathroom, you strip down, there's your bathtub filled with nickels, you're, sorry, excuse my French, you're butt naked, (laughs) and you decide to soothe, like, your way into the bathtub, and you're just on top of a shit ton of nickels, (laughs) and they're cold, and you're just naked, and you're like, why did I think this was ever going to work? Why did I ask this to the podcast? I have no imagination whatsoever. No, you wouldn't sink down into nickels unless they're like a mm. little bit like they're all a tiny bit magnetic against each mm. other. They're all repelling guys, each other. Yeah, a you guys bit. know yeah. what science is, right? They're magnetic against each other. Right, is what right. You, what I say. They've all got a little hover field around them. Then, yeah. Then that could be dangerous, actually. <laughs> Just <laughs> don't get in a bathtub with nickels. <laughs> you might slip on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, it would be great if Scrooge McDucking were possible at all. It's going to be a dance move in 2015. No, Donald Ducking is possible at all. You just shoot yourself in the face with no. a gun. And Don- it's like, no big deal. No, Donald Ducking is when you wear a shirt, but nothing else. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's what it's called? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. But he didn't even wear... Oh, wait, Donald. Yeah. Wait, is that right? Donald... Donald Duck in it, because Donald Duck, he is wears he a shirt married? and he has nothing. He has nothing under. How common is Donald Ducking it? <laughs> I feel like there was a TV show or something where they had a Donald Duck party. They didn't show anything. It wasn't that kind of a TV show, but uh, yeah, everyone came without pants. <laughs> Do you have an important next question, or should I go? Should I pull off some of my varsity questions? Uh, you're welcome to. Um, Michael Pankhurst has emailed us quite a few questions, but we're only going to 
choose the real ones. Mm. He asks, how much should you spend on a starter camera? Mm. And I think he means DSLR. Mm. How much money does he have? Well... Like a million? Well, everyone's probably getting tax returns back. So everyone... Oh, he's from Australia. Yeah, so nothing. everything works the opposite way. So he has to pay the government. Pay tax. Well, you're already kind of hard up for cash because you've just had to pay the government. But um, I like the entry-level cannons. The T4, I believe, is yeah, current. The Rebels. Yeah. I actually... Uh, okay, so another thing. If you're just joining us for the first time in a long time, uh, Dean and I both take photos and we both know I mean I would say we know more than most people about photography but neither of us are expert mm-hmm. photographers or anything. Mm-hmm. We know more than people who don't know anything about photography and less than people who know a lot about photography. Fewer, <laughs> Fewer than people who know um, more about more about photography. I'm going to go ahead and just throw a number out. I you know I don't know Australian dollars. They're like... No, we're talking American. He's going to have to Google convert or something. I think, like, uh-huh. if you are not sure if you're interested in this, but you want something that's not going to hold you back, I think you could spend $700 and get a camera that is genuinely a good camera. I think you could become such a good photographer on a $700 camera yeah. that you could do, like, wedding photography on it. I don't suggest doing that, but it's all going to com- yeah. come down to the lenses, and they're going to cost more than your camera. Yeah, throw away your kit lens. Don't get the kit lens, whatever it is. Just get a get some prime Body. lenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that's a fixed, actually get a fixed thirty-five millimeter or fifty millimeter, something in that kind of range. Uh, you can't you can't change your zoom level, but whatever it's fixed at, it's going to do pretty well. You'd be a lot better off than something. With a range that it does poorly, and I actually think, I actually think uh, shooting on a prime. So sorry, people that were boring you. We're talking about a lens with no zoom on it, so you have to walk to your target and back. And I actually mm-hmm. have found that exercise to be incredibly beneficial to shooting photos. Is like actually getting into the scene and like kind of interjecting myself to mm-hmm. get a shot. Um, which, since this is the only podcast in the world, sort of the opposite of objective reporting, you know. Yeah, I mean, you could have a prime that's a really long lens, but neither of us have that. I have a, a very short 35, so. <laughs> huh? What? <laughs> yeah? What? That was a what? Uh, I just have to delete that. You I don't want to <laughs> give any false <laughs> I, have a, I have a pretty long. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm blanching. 150. Um, okay, now you go. Okay. Um, Jermaine says... Do people who don't live in San Francisco even exist, or is, like, San Francisco the only city in the world? <laughs> well, city lines no longer exist. <laughs> it's all, yeah. No, the world's been destroyed. Is that it? Except for this podcast. That's, that's literally our answer, is the world's been destroyed? I don't know. We can say San Francisco's awesome, in a lot of ways it is, but, you know... Also expensive. It's too. Ex- it's too expensive. I have a friend up in a Squim. I think no, it's not Squim. It's anyway somewhere up in Washington State, mm-hmm. and he has a house, and he has a wife, and he has a dog, and they have maybe one or two cars, mm. and he has a garage, but like he doesn't necessarily always park his car in the garage because he lives in a very safe neighborhood. Yeah, and. 
all of these things except for the wife thing right all of that seems so ridiculous almost that seems like intrinsically weird that someone could be the same age as me mm. from the same college and have a garage like <laughs> it's like what are you Mr. Moneybucks? What are you? <laughs> what do you bathe on nickels? <laughs> yeah. You figured out a way to make nickels repel each other? Oh, this guy. No, but I think it's crazy. Like, it's crazy because um, nobody I know, and I know a lot of people that came from, like, significant IPOs and yeah. crap like that, I, they can't, still can't really yeah. afford a place in the city. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, I mean, so ask yourself that, you know. Would you like to make three times what you make and, you know, pay ten times? You know, and you could spend it all at the Walmarts that are all within <laughs> walking distance. Or would you like to have a real life? I changed my answer. Yes, San Francisco is the only city. <laughs> Just don't try to, like, build stuff out of wood mm. or own a dog. Yeah, nerds. Yeah. What are we? Pinocchio? Geppetto? Or have a child. You're pretty far from your mic, and you're not really talking into it. What's up, Mike? I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I'm your microphone. I usually keep quiet. Hey, thanks for understanding. <laughs> I usually keep quiet, but thanks for inviting me into the conversation. Taryn Quills asks... Oh, TQ. Tearing up my heart. TQ. TQ Quills. TQ Torch. TQ Torch wants to know... Asks... Godzilla trailer? Which you know, is not really a question. But let's talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Actually, pretty good. Yeah. Um, Great question. Guys, that is no, the type that's of... That's the kind that of question that puts you on the VIP fan list. Uh, I actually am not... I don't care at all about this Godzilla movie. At all. I can tell it's drumming up some interest because it's got freaking Breaking Dad in it. Coffee death? Um, coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's coffee death. Oh, if you're not, stop the podcast right now. Go to twitter.com and follow coffee underscore dad. The only Twitter that matters. For real. Did you add coffee dad back when you removed everyone? I hope so. Goodness gracious. Hold on. I got to stop the podcast right now and go to twitter.com. Coffee slash dad. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Are you curating your questions at all? Are you skipping yeah, any bad I'm questions? Skipping bad going, questions. Here, you really? want to, you want me to read one I skipped? No, I want you to just. George Loftus asked, "What's to stop another digital currency from competing with Bitcoin?" <laughs> I skipped that one, so we have to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no. Yeah. Thank you. No, you got Thank it. God. Yeah, this is curated. Coffee, Brad. These are the best of the questions asked. Okay. How about this? I have a real one. No, nope. you go. No, no. No, 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 because no, 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 no. I, I just closed out of that application. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, what was your worst airport slash plane experience? I um, sat next to a sort of cute girl when that I was sounds single, awful. Mm. and she spent the whole time talking to me oh, about partying with Chuck Liddell. I don't know who that is, even. The MMA fighter the champion mma fighter for she a while mean partying with him like she went to his house and would go to his parties and stuff and she but, was just one of the people that yeah he with. she probably sat on a couch by herself and couldn't work up the courage i'm to sure to i'm sure but like the fact that she thought that that was like so important to me mm. that she needed to tell me about chuck chuck liddell that's horrible so wow 
So, so that's that was mine. your. It was literally the worst thing that's happened to you. One time, my little traveling. sister, when she was just like two or three, barely walking, she mm-hmm. stepped right into a big thing of puke, and it was like Ew. old and like crested over puke, and the footprint came out. Oh, so thank you. Oh. Thank you for drumming up no, that one. No, no, I'm, I'm really sorry I pushed you on that one. <laughs> Genuinely. And then Chuck Liddell came wow. and with us. Oh, man. Yeah. I, uh, I once flew through a storm. I had been flying. I had been in transit for 30 hours already. It is very Whoa. difficult to get back to South Africa. And uh, I had taken... My first flight was from... Here to Atlanta, and then Atlanta, the plane would take off and stop somewhere in West Africa to refuel, but you stay in the plane. Then it continues down to Johannesburg. So you're in that plane for 19 hours. Then in Johannesburg, there's one more flight you take to Cape Town. That's supposed to be a two-hour flight. And this was somewhere late at night, and the airline that I was supposed to have taken... For that last flight, I had booked like 10 months before. And um, that airline had lost an engine off one of their planes. It had dropped off the plane. They had managed to land the plane safely after that. But the airline had since gone out of business. And uh, my travel agent told me that the airport would have like booked me onto something else. But they hadn't. So I, so I got there. I've been traveling for 30 hours already. Trying to get the last two-hour flight done to get home, and like no one was able to kind of help me at all. So I bought a brand new flight there and there, then and there, there, then and there. Um, Gone on that flight. It was late at night, and that flight is supposed to be two hours. About forty-five minutes into that flight, we went through the worst turbulence that I've ever experienced. It was like a roller coaster in the plane. They call it worse violence. Worse violence. Fewer violence. Um, it was more than I had ever experienced. Um, the pilot, like, they were busy serving drinks at the time, and the pilot just said, okay, hang on a minute. And then the plane just started, like, bouncing around in the air. Oh, and wow. uh, one of the flight attendants broke her leg on the cart, the, the snacks cart, and so because we were technically closer to the airport we had come from, we had to go back there instead of completing our flight. So they turned the plane around and we went back through the same storm. This is, I don't understand she broke these her people. other leg <laughs> on the way back. Some dude in a bathtub of nickels was pissed. And then when we got back to that airport or like near that airport still up in the air the plane had to circle around for like half an hour because it was too heavy because it had too much fuel so we were you know we may as well have gone to the (laughs) yeah circled around vertically for half an hour no so we may as well have completed the flight and anyway so they landed there and i was exhausted obviously at this point and uh had to book another flight the next day unfortunately i was annoying enough to the airline that they put me up at the hotel that night, but they did that for very few people. Um, very less people. Very un, <laughs> un people. Well, that's actually horrible. Yeah. No, it was uh, it was pretty miserable. Here's a little fun fact for you, though. In real life, a plane has never crashed because of turbulence. Really? I guess. I, uh, another time, I sat next to a a girl mm. on a plane. She was her mom was a stewardess mm-hmm. or 
whatever the proper term is, flight attendant. And uh, I think they just go by steward. It's like actor. <laughs> yeah, no. Flight attend. Um, <laughs> flight <laughs> steward. attendess. Steward. Uh, no, but like apparently there's never been a plane that's crashed because of turbulence. Wow. And so Malaysia might be the first one. Um, sorry, too soon. Too soon. Incredibly too soon. We're going to have to hold this podcast until that's no longer even... Anyway. I mean... I apologize. It's not funny, but we also don't know that anything bad has happened right. yet. Probably nothing. Okay, next question <laughs> is from Harry Schneidman, who says, I deleted my Twitter yesterday since I felt that any effort put into making a tweet wasn't worth it compared to the very small number of people that would see it. I was embarrassed to realize I had made over a thousand of such tweets and since I never even checked other people's tweets anymore without direct link, I deactivated it. Mm. My question is, do you think people who are tweeting to nobody should continue to do so or just observe the tweets of those they follow and remain silent? That's very interesting. I think it's a... I think... Um, before, like, saying what I think about this, I think he's hit on a very specific problem yeah. in Twitter. Like, totally. Uh, the fact that he looked back on saying a thousand things and was like, I said this to nothing. Mm -hmm. I was shout, you know, man shouts at clouds. Mm -hmm. I think that sucks. Um, my proposed fix for this to Twitter, by the way, if you're listening guy from Twitter and you need an editorial, uh, assistant and you can pay me four times <laughs> the going race. Nickels. <laughs> so I'm going to have a little tub. less than quarters. <laughs> Freshly minted, sanitary, you know the deal. Um, no, but for real, I uh, I think the biggest, I think one of the biggest problems with Twitter right now is that they tell you how many tweets you've tweeted. Hmm. They tell you how many tweets people have tweeted, and hmm. I think they should just say what the follow cost of someone is. Like, I think they should say, like, tweets... Yeah. Like high, medium, low, very low. What about, what do you think of if they just automatically deleted every tweet that was more than 30 days old and really just committed to the whole transient nature of Twitter? Like committed to it. Like, because that's supposed to be the thing that differentiates Twitter from some other social networks is just that it is transient and it's not, you're not building a profile of tweets. You're not building a, a portfolio, I should say, of tweets no one often sees anything, you know, in your tweet history. Um, I actually, well, I don't want to, I don't want to like get too into this like fantasy, but like I've, I've considered this app that you're basically talking about yeah. so much, so frequently, like, mm -hmm. um, so many. the Snapchat of, of words, but like everyone can take a screenshot. It, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Good luck. Like. You know, the like misinformation about that kind of stuff is going to be huge because anyone can just, you know, screen grab anything and Photoshop a new tweet timeline right. in. But uh, I think um, I think that's not true. What you're saying about Twitter is mm. I see tech journalists all the time say, you know, I guess I was right about this. See this thing I tweeted about mm. three years ago. I called out. Google's new watch or whatever and then they're like okay like people are using this it's like Confucius um, no it's not Confucius it's a Spanish proverb that says like the guy who's 
who it's like the man who talks a lot is bound to be right some of the time. Mm. And so I think that kind of happens on Twitter where people okay. can just make a bunch of predictions and then go say, like, look, I was right about this. Interesting. Um, so I don't think they really are that transient. Yeah. I just don't think they have the sort of infrastructure that supports, like, archives. And it's kind of interesting. Sorry. Well, they, I mean, they do have all the... I mean, you do keep all your old tweets, right? So they are... Yeah. And I don't... I don't, maybe infrastructure is the wrong word, but like there's no, oh, like Facebook has the way to click back a year today oh, I and see. see what was going sure. on in your life. They're and not like, very accessible, they're old tweets. It's Got just it. a yeah. long timeline and there's no way to scroll back right. to the first things you did without that. Got and it. it's funny, like the way Harry just said that is like the same thing I did at the beginning of the year was I tried to delete all of my tweets and start fresh. Um, and I have a lot of followers. Like I have maybe two tweets for every follower. Yeah. Um, before I t- deleted all of them, and I just wanted zero tweets, and I wanted to start over and just make it like what you're talking yeah. about. Um, and the thing glitched out, and now it says I have 1,800 tweets when I have 200 tweets, and I've basically completely broken my Twitter. Oh wow! But it doesn't really matter because yeah. it's like, well, that's also kind of like. I don't know. Anyway, I. So his question is: Do you think people are tweeting to nobody should continue to do yeah. so, or just follow people? I'd like to know the answer to that too. I mean, I don't feel like many people see my tweets. They're like they're realistically four or five people that would ever interact with my tweets. Yeah. Well, and the, the weird thing is that it has nothing to do with your tweets, like. Um, I was a journalist for three years, I think, before I went to um, IGN, and I was very careful about what I tweeted, and I was very intelligent about the things I tweeted, and I, you know, I think my highest retweeted thing was 10 or something, and I had 500 followers that I really bootstrapped my way to getting, so it felt like I had a ton, right? Like 500 followers, 500 people that I basically, like garnered their trust or respect or whatever and i went to ign and the very first day i was there i got 60 new followers (laughs) and every day every article it was 12 new followers so it never ended up being about the quality of what i posted it was like oh i'm a person that people now can see and so then they just respect my tweets and my tweets got seriously more and more inane Mm -hmm. because i kind of think that's more fun yeah but I was like, oh, look, I'm getting hella retweets on everything. Anyway, the answer... I don't get it. I mean, like, how many people do you follow that are like yourself? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what I don't understand is I don't have any interest in just following any other, like, regular people who are, I don't know, somewhat interesting, somewhat funny. But, like, I don't know, they're not the president or they're not, you know, some they're not NASA I just don't, who, like, the people who are going around looking for people to follow, looking for people to just, you know, read their tweets that they don't know personally, that's just a completely foreign thought to me. Yeah. Yeah, that does seem weird. I, uh, I do it, I do it sometimes. Like, I find that I want to know about people that are talking about, like, um, writing in video games Mm -hmm. now. 
Uh, and That's I, interesting. I don't want to know about people that are developing video games. Yeah. I don't want to know about cr- critics that are, you know, criticizing or reviewing games. I just want to know about the people writing them. Interesting. And so I get a lot of people talking about their children and, like, the macaroni and cheese noodles that their children eat. And it's yeah. sort of... Okay, so that's what you're talking about is, like, the best Twitter accounts is when the owner sort of commits to some specific expertise and, like, keeps their tweets relevant to that expertise, right? Yeah, well, this seems to be, like, a really long, you know, going thread through this whole podcast yeah. has been the fact that, like, if you actually care, Michael, about getting followers, then don't delete your don't delete your Twitter. Just tweet about one thing always. And if you're concerned about the amount of tweets you have, never reply to anyone. And that's kind of just a... I mean, I'm sorry. That's kind of sort of like a shitty, unreal way of using Twitter. But, like, if you if that is the thing you want to do, I guarantee you, like, Dean, if you and I mm-hmm. spend the next month only tweeting about photography, yeah. we're going to gain followers, not lose followers. Yeah. Um, but if you want to tweet about... You know what's eating Gilbert Grape jokes when you're drunk at a bar? Mm-hmm. Like, surprise! Three people are like, "I'm not really sure who this guy even is." <laughs> How did this guy here? Um, no, I think you should. I mean, I think if you want to tweet, tweet. Like, don't don't um, stop yourself from doing it because I don't know. Anyway, a little serious, but mm. it just strikes a chord with me and it's like a G chord or a D, D minor. Mm. It's a D minor. It strikes D minor. a D minor with me. Wish we had a soundboard for such a thing. Oing. Oh, wow, we do. Fantastic. Yeah. You want another question? Yeah. All right. Who would win a fight? Asked by Michael Panke- Pancakes. Oh, same guy. Same guy. So he asked the same guy, different day. And a horrible question. This is a better question. I'm depressed now after that question. Sorry, we'll get you some followers. I'll buy you some. <sighs> that, why didn't anyone buy me Twitter followers for, for my your birthday? birthday? Nick's birthday was yesterday, guys. Yeah. Or depending when, depending when we released this po- podcast, it was two days ago. Um, who would win a fight? Nick with a broken arm or Dean on crutches? Um. Well, am I on crutches without any broken yeah. limbs? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just got crutches that I can hit Nick with. Nick with two broken arms or Dean with machine gun limbs. <laughs> uh, it's got to be crutches, right? If you have two broken legs, then I think you're in for a fucking... Uh, uh, whooping. A wee-woo, as I used to call it. Um, don't Doesn't everyone call it that? I have a very serious question. I don't know if we want to end on it, so maybe we should ask it now. I've got... No, I've got questions you want asked. Yeah, but this is a legit one that right, I, what is it? I was asked to actually ask. Like, it's Fine. legit. Um, no, but we don't have to do it yet. Hit me up. One what of are your, I mean, what are your thoughts on wolf reintroduction? Lindsay <sighs> wants to know. Lindsay, huh. Sounds cute. <laughs> um, I'm all for it. Okay. Do you know what wolf reintroduction no, is? No, I do not. Um, it's... The idea that people reintroduce wolves into habitats, wolves, not wolves, ah. wolves into habitats to keep an ecosystem balanced, but then also risk basically like you just added wolves to like the park in San Francisco. 
Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do they? What's? I mean, keeping an ecosystem balanced. Specifically, what does that mean? They like kill some deer or something? Like what's? Yeah. The... I mean, yes, actually, okay. it could be like killed ducks that are eating all the banana worms, <laughs> like, and, oca- and occasionally attack humans. <laughs> what a weird habitat we've created. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ecosystem balance. Does that include like mass reproduction of humans? Yeah, right? No. Not <laughs> no. wolves into All San right, Francisco. let's put wolves back really, into cities. If we do put wolves in San Francisco, rent goes down. It's the best city on earth, except we have wolves. That's fine, though, if you're prepared Rent is for fine. It. We all own a condo. Yeah, no, the locals know what to do. <laughs> Ike's is gone, though. <laughs> yeah, you can't wait in lines anymore. Okay, serious um, one. And jeggings while we're oh. on the topic. of You go with jeggings. Uh, I've heard of... What are jeggings? They're, uh... They're, they're like skin-tight jeans, though? Yeah. Yes. They're made of... They're made of denim. Uh... So they're... I, I mean, they're, how are they... How do they differ from skinny jeans here? I think they're like... Or are we talking meggings, which is... Which is leggings worn by men, which is a different thing. No, we're not... Meggings? Yeah. <laughs> is that real? Yeah. Um, it is, though. <laughs> Really? It's funny. Uh-huh. I've seen dudes wearing it, too. Oh. Yeah, no. I, that's tough. I guess wolf reintroduction <laughs> in all of those places. Do you own jeggings? No. Is that... Jeg- no, jeggings, I think, is like tights that are made out of denim, basically. But they what's, might be nylon. What's wrong with that? I mean, especially if they're loose, being worn by females. Yeah. No, jegging, high rise jeggings. These, nah, these are just skinny jeans for all I can. Okay, so see. I'm for them. I'm for them. Are they super skinny? Are they too skinny? I don't. I mean, how do you get skinnier than skinny jeans? Like they're already skin tight. Where Where do you go from there? Why do they even call them jeggings? They're just skinny jeans. <laughs> but they're super skinny. No, they're the same skinny. Look, look at this photo I just googled. Oh, that's not... That's a bad one. Well, just... It says jeggings. Okay. It's from JCPenney. Yeah. They're mainstream. <laughs> We're for them. We're for those in Wolf Reintroduction. Yeah, go for it. Unless you're a dude. Okay. It's time. All right, go for it. <clears throat> I'm nervous about this. I'm nervous now. Okay, how do you deal with a significant other when they had... An affair with their boss four years ago, one night, when they were both very drunk at a work party. Fast forward now, that's a cheating. They cheated. Okay. Well, so they were together at the time. You were together with them at the yeah. time. The asker was mm-hmm. together with them at the time. Okay. And then asker says, fast forward now, we're talking about marriage, and she says she would invite him along with... Her other coworkers and wouldn't leave, not to leave that person out. Who mm. is their boss? How should they feel? What should they do? Real question. Wow. Um, I mean, I guess we can't ask a question back right now. But let me live, let me just but, do it. Yeah. I'll, but so I'm, Dave, what would you do? <laughs> yeah, we can make up his answer. I mean, I am curious. Like when this was found out, you know? Like if For this you, was. Oh, I see. Like if. If this came to light, you know, three and a half years ago, it was dealt with, put to bed, you know, maybe maybe we've moved on since then. Is there a different then. 
colloquialism. <laughs> put to put to bed again. Uh, I I think this is a really hard situation because I think um, Asker has Ask Asker Wiener. Oscar. No, wait. Sorry, that wasn't supposed to be weird. Oscar Wiener. I just uh, Oscar. Mo- Oscar Meyer. Yeah, Oscar Meyer. How do I screw this up so bad? I said Oscar Wiener, and then it's like, well, that's not right. Oscar Meyer. Oscar Meyer. I shouldn't have tried to make a name. You've done it now. Okay, Oscar Meyer. I I think you have the right to say no. Yeah. Like this person can't come. Here's how you do it. Like you say, it's too small of a party. Um, I know. Mm-hmm. If this was my wedding, I would be like that. But I know a lot of mm. people that wouldn't because they're much less jealous, weird people about that kind of thing. I'm guessing. Um, I mean, I'm guessing the other coworkers are maybe like close enough that it'd be weird to exclude that entire group of like right. people I work with. And maybe that's where it gets complicated. Is it's hard to like invite them, but not the boss. You know, hard to justify that kind of a division line yeah but i have a strict nobody no opposite side of a cheating affair (laughs) into the wedding seems like a good rule um i had an ex at my wedding but it wasn't obviously a cheating situation yeah but even then like just an like a nice ex that everyone likes and everything like those people are prime for the disinclusion Mm. Um, and I don't think, I don't know, like it probably, yeah, sorry, excuse me. If you, if you guys have rebuilt your trust, if you guys are in good spots right now and it doesn't really matter to you, if you're asking us how to feel because you think you're supposed to feel bad about it, but you don't because you trust her and like, you know, it was just like one mistake, then like good for you. Like you've really done like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no one's going to think you're a fool for letting him come, but no. if, you know, if you're not stoked about it, you also, yeah, do have the right to ask that he doesn't. Yeah, I guess we agree on something for once. This is the first time. For once. We never. <laughs> we never agree. Um, yeah, so if you want to... Uh... It's rough, though. I mean, I, I get, yeah, a big component of this is really, like, how did... How did that come to light? How resolved is it? Right. Yeah. And and I mean that said, like even if it's completely resolved, you're still allowed to feel uncomfortable with the other dude there. Yeah. And, um and you're allowed to get her fired. I mean, I think that's pretty much karma yin and yang, right? <laughs> Just to have her not invite him and say she's inviting every coworker except yeah. for him. And then say why. Yeah. Say it in your speech. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. What else you got? That's all my questions. I got all. That's all the questions I have. Uh, Okay. Well, I think we have time for maybe one more question. Um, Let me just pull up the only podcast in the world at gmail dot com. Oh yeah. Um, See if anyone emailed us. uh, We did actually. Uh, One second here. Oh shoot! These are all the fake ones. Oh wait, no, no, no. This is a uh, hmm. rapid fire time. Rapid fire. Rapid fire, <laughs> USA. How about you rapid fire today? Kate Callan wants to know. 
Kate Callan, our rapid fire it's guest. It's Hot funny. See Kate Callan. Are we giving away the fact that we only have five fans by like reading the same people's questions? We actually have a lot more that don't ask. Like that person that just asked a question. Yeah. Can't disclose Dave? the name. Yeah. And for sometimes sure. people ask questions that we answer without that. Mm, um, but that's anyway. true. We had a hundred different people ask questions, but we just pick our favorite. Dean, you go on this one. What's right. your favorite album you've listened to this week, old or new? The uh, Foster the People, Supermodel. I actually, I mean, it's kind of unfair because I haven't listened to any music this week other than that. But I, it is new and I have been sort of waiting for it and I listened to it today and I did enjoy it very much. So, Song 9, Goats in Trees. Song 10, The Truth. Song 11, Firescape. The three, like best songs of the year so far and they really? come all in a row i swear to you these are like very very solid songs i think um they're incredible uh that's mm. probably up there i've listened to modest mouse's new eight song i mean it's not new it's old it's very old hmm. eight song thing and i just remember how much i love modest mouse too so okay what's your favorite getting to know you icebreaker question Oh man, I feel like I could come up with a. I answered the last one, so you com- you answer this one. But I, I'm gonna if think you're at a bar, this. you want to meet someone, or you're talking to someone, but you feel like you need to get to know them better. Ask them what their middle name is. Interesting. Interesting. I always find this to be an interesting thing because we have no control over what our name is, but sure. it's so outward facing. But middle names, it's like sometimes you're like, you know, my name is Dean mm-hmm. Guinevere. Casalina, and it's like, well, wait a minute. Why is it Guinevere? Nice. And you're like, well, my grandfather used nice. to work on the Guinevere tracks as a trainer. I I have a really good one that I was asked. I mean, it's... Wait, what was the original question? What was the wording of the question again? Getting to know you, Icebreaker. Getting to know you, Icebreaker. Doesn't have to a be lift, like romantic. Yes, it's not necessarily a pickup line. So a Lyft driver asked me this. Will you go out with me? <laughs> um... <laughs> It was, uh, hey, what was something good that happened to you today? What was something good that happened today? And I loved it because it gave me the freedom to, like, talk about, like, anything I was comfortable talking about and still, like, you know, expose whatever I want. You know, like, just still open up however I wanted, but it wasn't intrusive. And I honestly think that, like, where are you from? What do you do? Are, like, more intrusive questions than... Then, like, hey, what you know? What cool happened today for you? Like, what did you enjoy about today? I really, really appreciate that. What cool that happened to you for today? For today, um, um, yeah. So that, and then later, similar to uh, what you just said, is um, when's the last time one. you've been put on blast? <laughs> been put on blast. I'm being put on blast right now. The <laughs> second uh, question, I think, is. Um, what would your parents have named you were you the opposite sex? Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. I would have been Candace. Nicole. Nicole, really? No, I don't know. I'm just being an idiot. But you should ask your parents because a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people, like, have a backup plan name. Like, they, they've got your name picked out thinking you're going to be a guy or a girl. And then they have a, ba- you know, if it's a girl, we'll name him whatever. I know I was almost Jesse um, as a guy. I was almost Jesse, and that was my grandfather's name. And now that's also like 
you know, Jesse Lacey, the lead singer yeah. of Brand New, my favorite nice. vocalist in the whole business. <sighs> and it's like, I would have been Jesse Vargas and I would never have known mm-hmm. if I liked Brand New, that guy, a little bit more. And I just couldn't <laughs> disconnect that like yeah. from the fact that we both had the same name and I like found like shelter <laughs> in his words because we were the same name. And it's funny because I'm clearly not. No. Okay, last question. This is it. Game, set, and match question. If you had to had to take on is a weird one, but if you had to take on the abilities of a superhero, who would you select? Let's oh. just say right now, Superman is out. So this has to be an existing superhero, which is different from the way this, the question is often asked of what superpower would you like. Yeah. This has to be an existing superhero that you can name. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh... Man, I mean, I love the Flash as a superhero, but I don't know that that's the best superhero power to possess. Moving and super, yeah, like running super fast. I mean, I'm pretty sweaty. (laughs) You know, I actually have a good one. Um, This is probably my favorite of all of them. And shoot, it doesn't say. Who, oh yeah, Taskmaster. <laughs> he has. Uh, this is actually right now on IGN.com, huh. and I just randomly stumbled upon this, huh. and that's why it, actually I I gave this question a lot of thought. Yeah. Um, because they have an article about the top 100 coolest powers, and number 97, wow. it only made it three down. Mm. 90, 199, that's 98. A lot of yeah. Super learning. The ability to absorb information at an advanced rate or even instantly. That is fantastic. Talk about impressing your friends. We're just reading it right now. Imagine being able to absorb knowledge at super speed. You'd be the... This is how they'd say it. You'd be the king or queen of bar trivia. Mm. No, no. You could read all of Russian literature by flipping through a book. You could learn Taekwondo yeah. by watching it on TV. Oh, man, that's you amazing. Could, like, your posture would be perfect from seeing someone with good I posture. Mean, who wouldn't want this power? I don't understand. How's this 97? I, yeah, exactly. Like, I think if you could absorb this, you'd read the nutrition facts on Rolling Rock one time and you'd know. Never drink it again. Nope. <laughs> I can't believe it. It has more than a can of peanut butter. Um But, like, this yeah. is the dream. Okay, I'm in. Let's both be Taskmaster. All right. Sweet. Next uh, next week, we're going to be way different. All right. Uh, challenge for the week? Do we have one? What was last week? Uh, it was find us a celebrity and... Uh, oh, man. That was another one. Uh, nope. Yeah, Can't think like, of it. It was like trying to hook us up with a celebrity. That was one of them um, for sure. For the podcast. Uh, next week, we will... Let's try out, like, the... For one week, let's tweet about the same things. Okay. Let's take one sort of approach. Yeah. I'm going to do programming stuff this week. I've been... And you'll probably have a billion followers by the end. All right. I'm going to try that. I've been uh, I've been thinking of learning some new programming languages, and I've started, like, discussing that with some friends and some people on Facebook. I mean, other friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think let me bring that up on Twitter. Okay. See what happens. I'm going to go straight jokes. 
All right. No art, no writing, no anything. I'm just going to make stupid jokes that usually leave me hanging and for want of followers. <laughs> but if I do it just consistently, maybe people say, hey, this guy tweets jokes. Maybe they start getting retweeted. Ah. Who knows? Maybe not, but we'll see in a week. Yeah. They're like, I like jokesters. I'll follow this guy. <laughs> One of these jokesters? <laughs> uh, anyway... Thank you for your spoof. And your goof. Until next week, this has been the only podcast in the world. I'm at N-I-C-V-A-R-G-U-S, at Nick Vargas. I'm at Dean Casalina, at D-E-A-N-C-A-S-A-L-E-N-A. And uh, thank you guys so much, sincerely, for yeah. listening to our podcast. You know, you know, you guys are the only friends we have. The only so. friends in the world. Only friends in the world. Tweets. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye.